Welcome to the Everyday PM Podcast, the podcast where I discuss project management principles for your everyday life. My name is Ann Campia, and I'm a certified project slash program manager with a decade of experience working for healthcare, design and development, and tech industries. I'm so excited to have you all join me to kick off a new themed episode under the Everyday PM umbrella called Retrospectives, where I will look back at recent project management-related hot topics. For the inaugural retrospective, I'm looking back at what we call citizen development. So what is citizen development? I mean, simply put, it's taking non-IT trained employees and training them to become software developers. According to an article on Tech Target, which is written by Jerry Liptek and Lauren Horwitz, uh, the this idea of citizen development is where, you know, it's basically a business process that encourages these non-IT trained employees, like I said, to become software developers using IT sanctioned low code slash no code, which is a, a, a acronym LCNC platforms to create business applications. This approach to software development enables employees, despite their lack of formal education in coding, to become citizen developers. They create and customize existing software programs to suit a user's specific needs and improve operational efficiency within a company. Now, to get into further details, they go on to highlight that these LCNC platforms include the necessary lines of code, so users simply drag and drop icons to create and update applications. These platforms' simple visual tools allow different application functions to connect components across business units, apply actions, test to make sure the programming works as expected, and publish the code. So we have this concept, right, of citizen development. And I remember first catching eye on a huge investment, I believe this was last year, when Amazon pledged $700 million to teach its workers to code. And first, what caught my eye, obviously, was the fact that this tech giant has decided to invest in their employees. But what what I found particularly interesting was this concept of taking some of the workforce that is currently, you know, um, in their warehouses and teaching them how to code. Now, this is just one of many training initiatives that Amazon has invested in throughout the years. Um, This one in particular is uh, called Associate to Tech, which is a 90-day program for warehouse workers who want to learn IT skills. So as published in this article on Wired.com by Luis Matsakis in 2019, uh, it describes this associate to tech program as a 90-day program for warehouse workers who want to learn IT skills. Amazon Technical Academy, uh, a coding boot camp designed to transition corporate non-technical employees into software engineering roles and machine learning university for engineers who already have a background in technology and want to gain machine learning and AI skills. Noticeably absent are programs that would specifically prepare Amazon's workforce for climate change and the shifting energy landscape as the article article would go on to, to discuss. But 
you know, there's something really interesting here about uh, you're in a position like Amazon who is really struggling to, you know, keep up with the hiring of all of the the talent that they need. So why not look at the talent you currently have and see what you can do to help develop these workers? Now, there's something really positive there, right, in terms of, uh, you know, giving the this opportunity for these warehouse workers who are looking for something new or would like to just grow into a different position you know, it obviously gets them out of their minimum wage jobs um, and hopefully into some full-time corporate positions. I know many of the openings at Amazon uh, for these types of positions, the article goes on to say, are uh, within the corporate off- office in Seattle, Washington. So, you know, there's there's even lo- uh, relocation opportunities there if these workers are able to go through the program and... Um, trained successfully to become these citizen developers. But this whole concept is, you know, to me, at least very new. Uh, And there are definitely some positives and negatives when you consider this. So fast forward to about three weeks ago, and uh, Yad Senapathy, and I apologize to Yad if I have pronounced his name, I totally butchered his name there, but um, definitely a fan of the uh, of Yad and his his business. He is the founder and CEO of PMTI. Again, I may have discussed this with my friend Johnny as we were talking about PMP exam in a previous episode. But his company focuses on helping uh, folks uh, study for and pass various examinations, including the Project Management Professional Certification exam. So. Uh, what he had posted on LinkedIn three weeks ago uh, caught my eye, as did the Amazon article about uh, two years ago now. And he listed out the benefits that he thought were relevant to citizen development. So in his post, Yad says, project managers are progressively contingent on technical to generate positive outcomes and to accelerate the efficacy of work. Citizen development empowers the project managers by providing the right tools to drive the right outcomes. Are you still wondering why citizen development is critical to future project managers? And he goes on to list the following four benefits, which are number one, facilitates digital transformation. Number two, organizational innovation. Number three, accelerates productivity. And number four, lessens the burden of the IT team. Uh, and for those, again, that are not aware of what citizen development is, I think we discussed it up front in this podcast, but he also outlines, you know, this as kind of being a, an emerging or new trend in project management and understanding how you would be able to unleash the potential in within your organization to allow these non, uh, non-IT trained employees to become software developers. So with that being said, you know, it's what's really interesting here is I do see the positives of being able to invest in your own employees, uh, take them through this training, and then bring them back, you know, into different positions within the company that will obviously allow for the innovation and the growth of some of the strategic objectives, especially for companies like Amazon, where, you know, it's very tech driven, right? So I absolutely see the pros. I love that Yad points out, you know, one of the biggest pros is reducing the burden on IT departments. I think that's fantastic. I think 
for most of the companies I've had exposure to or have, uh, you know, obviously acquaintances and companies, what I hear is definitely the IT departments face, you know, difficult and surmounting issues. Obviously, as technology advances, uh, the IT departments also have to keep up, right? Uh, there's new software, there are just just new types of development platforms. And so I can imagine that by having these citizen developers uh, step in and do some of the more basic coding for them, that it will free the IT departments up Who for those who are actually trained in technology to be able to focus kind of on so much of those larger uh, organizational goals to maybe build out much more of the platform and do some of the more uh, really detailed and technical work that they typically don't, just don't have the time to focus on. So I can definitely see the benefit there. Um, it could be, uh, as as um, Jerry and Lauren point out in their article on Tech Target, uh, it could very well be cost effective for the company, right? So you know, you create a large pool of employees that you're able to kind of share around into the various departments within the company. Again, going back to the uh, this example of Amazon, which is a humongous company, right? Uh, where if you have this ability to take your warehouse workers and give them this opportunity, now you've got this large pool of employees who are now qualified to help with the IT related work. Uh, and may be a great approach to reduce the need for IT professionals and the related costs as, um, you know, obviously it increases the technical understanding of everyone within the citizen developer community. So then we go into this idea of a, a focused collaboration um, to provide efficiency and productivity where needed across these types of projects, right? So if you're able to implement an LCNC platform, uh, what that will allow for is this this platform that gives you the simplicity of coding. Um, the platform will allow you to use existing code to speed up the creation of the apps that are existing. And really, from what I hear, and again, I haven't had a chance to play around with the LCNC platform, is that it just makes you know changing the code faster. It's very simple, uh, user-friendly, um, and as the company evolves and tries to keep up with the various releases of a software, for example, uh, these citizen developers can go in and help uh, complete the work that would typically fall uh, onto the IT department. So absolutely see all of these as definitely being positives for citizen development, both uh, within this article on Tech Target and Yad point out the positives here, but we should also talk a little bit about potential negatives to citizen development. So as I learn more about this topic, it's definitely interesting to understand if there are any downfalls here. And I think the first one that came to mind when I learned of what this is, is how is the quality of the coding going to be, right? So you've got these people who have gone to school for many, many years um, to learn software development and definitely not trying to discount the hard work and ex experience that goes into that role. And now you have folks who are going, going to go through, for example, a 90-day program at Amazon to learn simple coding. Uh, it makes me question the quality of the work in some ways, if, if it can be done, if it can be executed. 
Uh, obviously, it will take an investment from Amazon to ensure not only are the employees trained, but they're trained well, that this 90-day program includes everything that they would need to know to learn basic coding. And is is this enough to kind of sustain some of the work that Amazon is, you know, so desperately in need of talent to be able to fulfill? I think that's a big question mark there. And will the work of these citizen developers live up to what the quality of work would have been if it was done by your, you know, highly skilled, went to went to school for many, many years, so highly educated software developers who have spent their lifetime, you know, in this field? I would I would I would assume that the quality will be on par, if anything, right? Uh, I would assume that the program is going to give the employees enough. And obviously, if the employees are passionate enough to learn and invest in themselves just the time um, and the and the work needed to learn, then then you can definitely get the quality to be. Um, at least at a point where it's acceptable and that it it can help further the goal of what citizen development is really trying to progress. Um, The other thing I would want to understand, and it could be, it could be a potential negative here is, you know, as, as technology changes and things are constantly changing, will these citizen developers be able to keep up with the pace of the revisions that are required to, ensure that these apps and software will be up to speed, right? So that so that as technology changes, uh, that these citizen developers are also keeping up with the pace. I think another question mark goes there. So I think this idea is is relatively new and forgive me if I'm just, you know, kind of late to the party here, but this idea of citizen development can absolutely be a big benefit to companies who, like Amazon, can't seem to keep up with the speed at which they need to hire and acquire talent to help in these big tech projects. And so as project managers, I think the question mark for us, and as we kind of consider how this is applicable to our everyday lives is, you know, as project managers, at least when I started, I thought every project manager needed to know technology. And I thought we had to be trained because most of the pro- or most of the jobs that you see online are these IT PM roles. And so with this idea of citizen development, it begs the question of now, you know, more than ever, these non PM roles can prove to be much more relevant in, in this software development space because now you're helping these non-IT trained employees work together and collaborate. And maybe it just gives us peace of mind that, you know, all of us don't technically need to be technical (laughs) for lack of a better way to say it. So um, just food for thought as we learn what citizen development is and how this can impact some of those, you know, big tech giants like Google and Amazon and and Apple and, and such. So, um, more to come as we kind of see this emerging trend in project management. Um, I'll be interested to see how many companies kind of uh, latch onto this idea and consider in putting the money back to invest in its own employees. And hopefully, you know, we, we are able to reap the benefits uh, not only for those employees who are looking for uh, a way to grow their capacity and grow within the role or absolutely jump into a new role, 
but I'm curious to see the impact of citizen development, even the, the project management space, and if that creates a bigger scope for us, right? Especially us non-IT trained, uh, non-IT trained project managers who are more and more having to go into this uh, this setting where we have to work with all types of employees, whether you are non-IT or IT trained. And us being the glue to be able to connect all of the dots between. So I would love to know your thoughts as you listen to this first episode of Retrospective under the Everyday PM podcast umbrella. Let me know if you've heard of citizen development. I'd be curious to hear if you are someone who has actually participated in the program and become became a citizen developer. Um, and maybe you work at a, uh, a company that has a citizen development program. I'd love to hear more on that as well. Uh, well, that will do it for this inaugural episode of Retrospectives. Thank you guys for listening to this week's project management related hot topic citizen development. We'd love to to know your thoughts. For those that want to chat more about it, you can find me and follow me on LinkedIn. Also, make sure to visit the Everyday PM podcast on the Anchor platform or whatever podcast platform you may use. We are on Spotify. We are on uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of the podcasting platforms, as well as visit the everydaypm.com. There's a lot of good information on there, a lot of posts on project management related topics and some of these emerging trends as well. So that will do it for me. I'm Ann Campia. Thank you for joining the Everyday PM podcast. And until next time, take care.